What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the ProHo Podcast, a new day to explore how to have bigger, better orgasms and to just get into the full on sexual liberation, despite capitalism and society and all the things that are usual deterrents. But on today's episode, I am joined by Lewis, the co-founder of Susia NYC. Welcome, Lewis. Hello, beautiful people. How are you doing? Yes, we are beautiful. The sun is shining today. We feel yes, good. Yes, yes, I love it. I'm excited to be here. So please tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. My name is Luis Cortez. Some people know me as Tony, depending on what point in your life you met me. So I'm born and raised in Brooklyn. Uh, you know, been in these streets since 78. Well, not in the streets, actually. My mom raised me pretty, pretty well. She kept me in the library and the museum and shit like that. I grew up in Park Slope. And um, yeah, just had a, had a really dope childhood. Um, you know, my Duke sacrificed. She had me at 17. She sacrificed a lot to make sure that I was exposed to a lot of cultural things. I lived in Mexico City. I'm sorry, in Central Mexico, at least go Puebla for, for, for a while. Um, so I got to experience that growing up and it put the world in perspective when I moved back up here. Um, you know, my mom just had me around a lot of cool things. I remember seeing, you know, Angela, uh, Angela, Books by Angela Davis. Uh, my dad worked with Asada Shakur for like six months in Cuba. So Ooh. he sent that book up and I read it. Um, and then she had, you know, Sexus, Nexus, and Plexus on the same bookshelf right next to it. So I got a little Henry Miller action <laughs> going on. Like, she was dropping the subliminal. Yeah, you know, it was, <laughs> I think a lot, a lot of my journey has been watching my mom do a lot of work. She grew up a really traumatic, fucked up life in certain ways. Actually, in, in in a lot of ways, not in certain ways. And I've always seen her doing the work. And um, I guess it, it rubbed off when I, when I really needed it, you know? That's beautiful. Listen, I was telling you briefly too before of just how instrumental my mom has been in my sexual journey. So mm-hmm. I think that that's such an important part of the recipe that a lot of us take for granted because we don't often have those conversations as young adults or children. And I think it's always a question of when is too soon to start speaking with your children about sexuality, to start kind of opening up just more dialogue where people feel safe to be curious and ask questions. It's never too soon. It's never too soon. It's part of life. It's part of life. So you've had these conversations with your children. Yes. Um, I've had the conversations as I learned more. And as I began to accept more and I realized these conversations and you know, and there's always the, oh, you talking to your kids about fucking? Like the fact that that even has to be part of the conversation is stupid. I get it. I respect that's your position. You're not there yet. And that's fine. Yes. You know, but in terms of having legit conversations with your children about their bodies, about who they share their bodies with, about their energy, about keeping themselves safe. Like when is it too early for that? Because there's always a creep out there. Absolutely. Creeps don't wait for you to hit a certain age. No. You know, people don't wait for you to hit a certain age before they want to impose their energy on you. And then I think if you wait too long, it imposes more fear onto the situation. Then the then the person that's receiving your information, they're like, oh, the sex is a very scary thing that I should, you know, always be on edge about. But I think, yeah. it's, you know, it can be. It's like learning how to backflip when you're five versus when you're 30. Yeah. Oh, no, we're not trying. I- yeah. Like all the things <laughs> that you know could go wrong <laughs> with a backflip. I've tried many times to do a backflip <laughs> on... Uh, trampoline as an adult ass person. And I'm like, 
are you trying to break your neck? Because this is not it. happening. Like yeah. your your body, actually, your brain is going to like cancel this whole like, thing before your body, you? <laughs> like before my feet even get off the yeah. ground. My brain was like, bitch, no, we're not. We're not doing this. Um, yeah. So I think you're, you're totally right. No time is, is yeah. too soon. And so how did you, I mean, I'm curious, you said that some people may know you as Tony. So, you know, I love that. We are always reinventing ourselves and having different yeah. stages and especially in New York city, you're not the same person that you were five years ago, not the same person you were 20 years ago necessarily because shit's changing and we adapting. Yeah. yeah. Shit changes. You change. Exactly. If you're not changing, then maybe you need to break. You need to, to, to be still, unplug. Period, period. And, and then see what's going on. Like, why aren't you evolving? You know? Food for thought. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when did you decide to... I, I'm, I'm very curious because... You are a very open mm-hmm. and generous person with your energy. I've only been knowing you for the last 20 minutes, but mm-hmm. you seem like an open book. So when did you decide that sexuality was going to be the thing that you really embarked on and fully embraced? <laughs> um, uh, I didn't, I don't know if, I know I started exploring when I got with, with, uh, with my partner. Um, you know, okay, I was coming out of a divorce and I was just in a space where <clears throat> as I wanted to experience new things with this person, she was open-minded. And I think what, what uh, I, I know uh, the thing that really clicked with her and I was when she told me she wanted to be more open-minded. And I was like, what? what the, let's do this. Let's do this. But it didn't, it, it, my, my mind didn't go to the sex part first. It was just, I was like, wow, that's, it was just like, Oh, I got to relax a little bit, you know, um, not going to be judged for. Yeah, man. Right? You know, and, and, and that's the thing about it. Like, I don't know how it would have been, had I gone to it solo. It's a whole different ball game solo for me personally. Um, I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know how it would have affected me had I got into this lifestyle 10 years ago. I'm 45 right now. I got into it when I was, uh, eight, eight years ago, 30, 37, 38, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, like, was I mature enough in my early thirties or late twenties? Oh my God. Probably not. Probably not. My, my development would have been arrested and I, I don't even know how I would behave if there was like Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> I was younger. Like what? I got to talk to bitches. Pardon me. Yes. Pardon me. But that's how my head <laughs> would probably like, I got, I, I can't just swipe, you know? So so I think for me, my journey was really super personal. Um, like I need to know people. Yes. Um, I need to 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 like feel their energy. So that was all part of the journey, and I felt my partner's energy. Yes. And I felt comfortable, and we've been through a lot of funny shit, a lot of fucked up shit, a lot of like just like whoa. But y'all still riding. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, we <laughs> we can look back and laugh now. Like, yo, you bleed and shit? Oh, my God. I can't believe it. You know, just so. Yes. So, yeah, I'm lucky and very, like, feel very lucky and honored. And it's interesting hearing you say this because I'm 33, so mm-hmm. we're a decade apart. Mm-hmm. And. 12 years, young lady. 12. 12 years. Oh, you know 12. 12. You know you're right. I'm almost, I'm turning 34. Sorry, sorry, like sorry. 12, you know 12, 12, 12 years. You're right. Flowers, young lady. Right. I give them to you. All 45 <laughs> of them. I give them to you. <laughs> um, I'm almost 34. So it's, it's okay. more like 11. But um, 
I grew up in terms of dating, like dating apps are it. Like they're basically the only way, not the only way, but it feels, especially post pandemic, mm. that dating apps are the most efficient way to explore the entire depth that New York City has to offer via dating. Because otherwise, if you're not going into the office, if you're still someone who's not fully into social settings or going out, and even when you do go out, let's be honest, nobody's talking to nobody. Like It's like, okay, so we just all hear cute standing in the room. Nobody's dancing. Bring back the bashment parties. Yeah. Bring back the winding. Like, yeah. But social media, and I think as a millennial growing up, we really were in the beginning of the technology boom and yeah. of of social media and things like that. So it feels like for myself and dating that everyone is always really preoccupied with how many options are out there. Yeah. And um, it's a little bit over overwhelming. It is. No, I, wasn't, I had one, ex maybe two experiences online. One was in the AOL chat room. So wow. I, yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Chat room. We met up and I was like, I got catfishing the first time. I was like, nah. You did? Ooh. Hardcore. Yeah, but, but the thing is, I'm hypersocial. Yes. Like, it's not like. It's not hard for you to meet people in real life. No, nah, it's just not my story. My story yes. is like, I'm out there. So I don't under, I don't relate to that. But I could see. I'm, I mean, I'm, I work in hospitality. It's what I do. Um, so my. Hello. Hello. Yeah, I, I work in hospitality. That's what I do. So it, it facilitates. It facilitates um, a social experience, you know, so I'm always around people. I'm always meeting people. I'm always, you know, in people's faces, you know, so I'm lucky in that regard. Yeah, I think that that's my general existence, at least pre-pandemic. Mm -hmm. I'm very charismatic. I'm social. I like pe meeting people in real life. I can I don't I don't believe in like, oh, I'm not going to approach someone that I'm that I see that's attractive. I'm like, okay, the energy feels like it's right. Hey, what's up? Um, it's just been an interesting journey, especially amongst black women and having a lot of black women friends who are single and hearing their stories and being like, okay, y'all, like how are we like, what, what's going on? What's tea? What like, do we need to be going to Susia? Like, mm. let's talk about Susia. Do we need to be All going right. to sex parties? Like if we're not booed up, do we at least need to just be fucking? I, I would say this. I would say um, what Susia and YC has to offer, what the community has to offer when I'm really privilege to be a small part of is 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 dope i've seen i've watched uh i've seen some breakthroughs sorry i'm gonna pause for yeah. one second the mic your mic is actually all the way up but it feels like it's kind of going yeah, to pause right? about this is a perfect intro into susia what is it oh yeah susia nyc yes. okay susia nyc was uh it started out um with the journey that my partner and I had in terms of, you know, we went to we went to a, a, a swingers party, a sex party, whatever, and it was it was aggressively white. Like I was just like like no niggas like fucking like, what's going on? Like, I, I, Where I, they I, at? You know, everybody talking about it, but you know, no, no, no Latinos, no, no Eastern, no East Indian motherfuckers. You know, it's like mm -hmm. like it's just white people that do this, you know, and the weird black dude who won't. Even say hi to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, he's like, yes. just stay on your side of the room, son. Stay on my side. You know? Basically. And that's what it felt like. It felt, I felt a lot of fetishization. Um, I just didn't feel comfortable. And I was like, damn, I feel like there's this pressure to be something that I'm not. 
Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, nah, son, that's not me at all. Do you feel like you had to show up and be like, I'm the black man with the BBC and yeah, I, like, I, I, I'm going to show it dicks, down? Dicks like, over my shoulder, like, what's up? You know, like, eight pack and shit. Like, I fuck. I fucks. That's what I does. And I'm like, no. <laughs> like, I like talking to people and, you know, getting to know them type shit. Um, and so we went to another party, same shit. And then we went to a party that was advertised, like I said, as a black party. And that was like the opposite end of the spectrum. That shit was like, I was like, this shit. I don't want to talk I, bad about people. I don't, I don't, I don't want to see my peoples in this light. That's how it felt. Yeah. And um, and side story to that, like, I was also in a full world of transition. Like, I had, uh, my partner is the first white woman I've ever been to. She's Eastern European. You know what I'm saying? So I thought, when I first met her, I thought she was Spanish the first week or so. Maybe I was lying to myself. I'm like, oh, oh. But I found out, I was like, all right, cool. Like, <laughs> like I've been going through that in my head, like, okay, what the fuck? So there are all these things happening at one time. And when I went to the black party, I was like, I can't show her the side of us. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This, is, this shit ain't cool. This is not like, you know. And as I settled in more in my experience, and we started meeting people, we met our primary couple like the week before Craigslist went offline. Ooh. So that was like six years, six, seven years yes. ago. Yeah, we've, we've been rocking with the same um with our same couple for like six years, they essentially help us build a community. So you you put out an ad. Put out an ad. This is so interesting because my friend was actually saying we need to bring back misconnections from mm-hmm. Craigslist. Do you remember that? When yeah. people were like, I saw you on the train, yeah, yeah. green hat, you were on the yeah. L at 5 p.m. Oh, no, we were in a swing. No. We were, in, we were in the like. You were in the. Like, yo, let's, let's hook up. Let's hook like, up. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that about this. And then this there's, metaverse. A, and there's a swinger section. And we were just trying everything because there, it was not like. In essence, we facilitated the creation of a space that we wanted to have. So this way, couples like us and other kinds of, you know, and it grew. It grew into like, okay, this is for couples. And then we were like, wait a minute. But if we did this to be inclusive, we got to be inclusive of of queer folks. Yes. And then it expanded to that with intent. So it's been expanding and growing and at its own pace. Certain parts of there's Susi FM, mm. which is uh, which my my fiance, along with, with some other sisters, you know, curates it. Um, you know, and and one wonderful thing I love about about my partner, she never. She doesn't get the whole white thing in America. Like she gets what racism is and all yes. that shit, but she's like, it's weird out it's, here. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little different, you know? right? And her thing has always been like, well, I, I, I don't want to know that I am or be seen as putting my perceived whiteness in front of anything. Like I'm just, I'm Existing. just, I'm just trying to be here and yes. like commune with other women, you know? Yes, so, absolutely. So that started out of that sushi FM, uh, and you know. From what I hear, it's really dope. <laughs> <laughs> You're not invited. No, 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 no. I got, got, I got to find shit to do <laughs> for like eight hours, which is in itself ends up being a yeah. Like, gotta, An eight hour sex party. <laughs> well, for, for eight hours of uh, you know, from when it starts at the beginning. Yes. You know, um, and our original party was Susia Play, mm. and that you know was really interesting. Um, there's so many really dope people in the community. We've done wild shit. Like, we've gotten on a bus. We got a burner bus. You know the burner buses that are out here on Broadway? We got yes. one of those buses. Like, 20 black people, you know, um, 
gone to someone's uh, estate in Long Island and just showed up at a birthday party because they invited us. And then it's like all these people, yes. you know what I'm saying? This yes. pool, hot tub, we're just there. Next thing you know, we're all going all looking wild as fuck to a brunch. <laughs> you know, looking like we just all fucked. You know, I had a brunch full of and white And you know that just fucked oh, look oh, too because yeah, like, mm. you'd be like, mm, and your face, is a, your face is a little crusty for all the yeah, yeah, fluids yeah. and things yeah. and like, it's just, it's a lot. You know, yes. trying to act normal. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, it's become, and in 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 each iteration of, of, of the event, you know, um, we're realizing the things that had to be addressed. You know, for instance, in our we have a men's chat. In the men's chat, you know, we spotted troubling language. Mm. And we addressed that and we started a workshop around, you know, transphobia, homophobia. Yes, right. You know, uh, we had a couple of workshops about that. It's going to, you know, re- reoccurring. You know, we only have so much time to, yeah. to do that. and it's an ongoing learning. No, yeah, and we're lucky. Like, the dudes in our community are pretty fucking dope. Mm-hmm. Like, such a pleasant surprise. Um, we have all kinds. And, and, and again, I know this is about Black women's experience. I can talk about my experience and what no, I've seen. No, we want to hear. We want to. I want to hear your yeah. experience and your and, story. And what I've seen with, with a lot of these sisters and... Um, how we're lucky that they chose us as their tribe, mm-hmm. you know. That yes. Um, I've I've seen women cry, like holding them and crying because they felt seen, and I was like, whoa, this is this is different. This is that's real though. No, it's real. Yes. It's, it's so different, and it, and it fucks with my head a little bit because I'm like, like, am I turned on by this? Mm-hmm. Like, fuck, this is like the no. vulnerability. Oh my god, yes. that's just yes. like look. I'm here for you. Open up. I got you. You can cry on my shoulder. (laughs) But it's, you know, it's a wonderful thing. You're like, wow, like, I don't know what it feels like to be in your body. Mm -hmm. I don't like, I don't know what it feels like to, um, I don't know what it's like to have those, that many microaggressions come at me all fucking day from all fucking angles from everywhere. I know what it's like to be a black man. You know, and deal with racism, but this is a whole other game. Yes. There's some whole other shit. So right. to see someone come inside the space, be partially nude or fully naked or not, and stand in the middle of the room and look around and be like, oh shit. Like what? You know, and that's literally how I'm happened. wanted, I'm desired. I'm not. I'm wanted and desired for different reasons. My body being here does not mean that I am the vessel for another person's pleasure unless it's negotiated that way. Yes. You know, so our community is built on a super firm bedrock of consent. So because there are varying degrees of nudity and varying degrees of vulnerability, it's really important. And I feel it's really important for women to feel as safe as possible, you know, and men, too. You know, yes. I want to take it away. It's really important because when we feel safe, which is a thing, actually, yes. we're our truest selves. Oh, yes. And how do you feel your safest? By learning your boundaries and knowing how to say no. You know, so within that area, you create yourself. You're like, oh, shit, I could be me. And men who feel safe, specifically during sexual experiences, those are the best. That's the best sex that I've ever had in my life. We're where it's just like, we're, we're dope. dope. In that mode, yeah. We're dope in that mode where I'm like, oh, you're oh, Like, especially because women, since we have a vagina and it's like a flower and it's an orifice, mm-hmm. we're always the ones who are supposed to 
be like open to receiving penetration if you're mm-hmm. in a hetero mm-hmm. situation. But to have a man being open and unflowering and blossoming in a way that's like, wow, you're really yeah. vulnerable in this moment and trusting with your body. And maybe you wouldn't feel comfortable in other situations being like, hey, this feels good. Or I like it when we do this. I'm like, okay, I like it when your tongue is in my ass. Like those things, like the homophobia, the all of the toxic masculinity, those things, when you break that down and a man feels so safe, yeah. it's like, to me, it's the sexiest thing. Yeah, I mean, being, I, I think one validation I got was when I told my partner, I was like, because I had been building up for like two years just to say, <laughs> <laughs> I was so like, in hindsight, I was like, nigga, like, you could have just said this shit that long ago. It been over with. It could have been dope. But I was like, hey, um, uh, you know, can, can we like make it about me for a little bit? Mm. <laughs> and she looked at me and almost cried. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> you yeah, know yeah. And she's like, baby, of course. And I was like, oh, that's all I gotta do. That's all you gotta do. I was like, oh, I'm gonna tell everybody, I'm gonna tell all my boys, like, yo, just be honest with her. <laughs> um, <laughs> the key is just uh, talk to her. Yeah, yeah. So that, that for me was, um, and the reason that was said, because at the beginning of a relationship, because I didn't know how I wanted to be pleased. I had the regular schmegular shit. Like, yeah, I like getting my dicks up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, duh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But just in terms of like, like I identify as a demisexual. I like connections. Mm-hmm. Like I like, like. Emotional connection, yeah, emotional man. stimulation. It, it can get in the way sometimes, but at this point, I'm like, fuck it. That's like, who you are. Like, that's who I am. That's I'm who you sorry, are. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and, um. There were all these things I didn't realize, like, wow, I was that my body working when we brought this person into the, this, this other woman or or if we're double teaming her and it's like, well, what's wrong with me? And as soon as they leave, I'm like, like, yo, what are you doing? Why? What? You showing up now? Yeah. You showing up now? Yeah. Like, where, where were you when I needed you? Mm. And um, de- it definitely was because I wanted to facilitate her pleasure. I mean, I'm all about comparison, but... It was in a toxic way. It was because I didn't know how to address what my pleasure needs were. And I hid behind addressing and facilitating hers. Yes. So after a while, that built resentment. Oh, yes, of course. Listen. Like, I wanted her to know. Yes. And she's not a mind reader. No. And think about, and think, like, the kind of woman she is. I I feel things out. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You gotta like talk to her, and then oh, I got you. Oh, she got you. She's pragmatic. Got you know what it. I'm, saying? I'm yes. like on emotional, like that. <laughs> 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 that's me. I'm the emotional oh, one. Yeah, I'm like you know, I'm feeling so many things that he yeah. can't. He can't. He's not inside my head. <laughs> but why doesn't he know? <laughs> you should know. Yes. But um, as I got, as I learned how to voice that, it's becoming dope. Um. I mean, not that it wasn't though before. We always we our chemistry before it was ridiculous. So it's not like it's just around with other people. Yes. Um, so you then you had to see if it was going to be the same. Not one on one. As as soon as we worked it out, 
No, one on one, it was chemistry. It was okay, ridiculous. okay. Oh, but no, other people. So no. when you were doing the, when you were in the threesome and the other, yeah, because in my right. head, all of a sudden, naturally, out on in the real world, quote unquote, right? I'm out there. I'm very like open and free, right? For some reason, coming into the sexual, I was like, oh, I need rules. Yeah. Well, yeah. do you think it's like an ownership thing? Because I feel like that is a very oh, yeah. interesting conversation. It was you know? part ownership. It was part. But I also didn't know how to voice. I'm trying to keep my feelings safe. Yes. So that was, yes. I didn't know how to say that. Exactly. I'm like, Look, I'm, I, I ain't trying to get hurt out this business. Yes. You know, like, you know what? It's so interesting because this is actually kind of what's happening in my current life with someone who I know wants to initiate the conversation of like, what are we doing? Are, are like, you know, the chemistry's there, the compatibility's there. Are we yada yada? But the way that they bring it up and communicate it, I'm like, I don't even know. I'm like, uh, are you saying you want to do this or yeah. you're asking me if I like it makes it really awkward and is it, and is it like strange. a theoretical that's what he said he was like hypothetically I was like oh I don't know are we talking about the two of us and then yeah. the, then the next day he was like I'm so sorry I was really awkward I was like you're not being awkward I'm here to listen to you but actually like just say Mm-hmm. Just it's and it's fear. I know it's fear to, yeah. of rejection, but I'm like, you could actually. I think we're pretty much on the same like, page, you I know? know. I know what you're talking about. I know about. what you're talking about because I'm feeling the exact same about. way. Yeah, but not, not, <laughs> neither, neither of us want to be that person to be like, we we in it. We here. We're we're together. You should come to we our go party. together. Yeah, you should go to our party. <laughs> oh my god, I should. I'll give you two cop tickets okay. this Saturday. Ooh, you know it's my B day too, so you might have my to birthday come through. Celebration, okay. just see black. Brown indigenous love without the shame, without the judgment, without the with without the pressure to participate. Mm. Just be there. Just be there. Talk to people. See people without the pretense of clothes and all the other bullshit. And all the other bullshit. Okay, but I do have a question because sure. I find that I have been to a sex party before. Which one? I oh, don't, don't, don't I can't tell me. I yes, I actually can't even remember. I went uh, with an ex-boyfriend at the time yeah. who was frequently going to sex parties. Yeah. So he was on whatever database list y'all got of the vetted folks. Um yeah. so we went. We actually did end up picking up um another couple, which was like very unexpected mm-hmm. because I think the whole time I was just so it wasn't it I, mm, did, did it feel too rushed? Cause that's interesting. Your first time to to a party, you Listen, pick up a couple. That's, that's yes, a lot. it was a lot. It was, a, and there there weren't other people in the space that I felt attracted to. So it was the the the, the okay. These are good enough. Yeah, I think that's kind of what it was. It was like okay, like this, like the girl. It was a woman and a man who. Like the woman was hitting on me so hard. And I was just like, oh, okay, this is like a thing. It's happening. It's happening. And <laughs> why is she so thirsty? I was like, oh, shit. Okay. Listen, I was like, okay, turn it down. And she was also, and it wasn't a black sex party. She was Israeli and her partner was white. And my partner and I at the time were both black. Mm-hmm. So I was also kind of thrown like a curveball. I was just like, okay, I, I really had not engaged seriously in sexual experiences with non-black That's a lot people. Of lines across. It's a lot. It was like so much in one night. Though. I was yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah. first time at a sex party, first time with a couple, first time with non-black folks. It was a lot, uh, but I trusted my partner like tremendously. So um, I felt safe that he, w- if it were solo, I would not. I don't think I would have <laughs> crossed over to that line. Um, and it was a very interesting experience because in when we finally did uh, go back to their place. 
it became really evident that the woman was not interested in my man. So I was like, oh, so this is becoming like a threesome, which, you know, I was happy to receive all of the <laughs> things. I was like, actually, for, like, it was really three people focusing on right my here, pleasure. I'm good. I'm good. I was like, yeah, my man, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to um, do this over here. And like, okay. And then eventually he like pulled me to the bathroom. He's like, nah, I'm not down with this. Like, we got to go. And I was like, oh, you know, I, it was just, I think we should have, we didn't set up the boundaries beforehand of like what we were both comfortable with. I think it's when you're in a space, like, okay, if you guys come to our party, I'm mm-hmm. apologize <laughs> for fucking up your experiences at the parties after. Ooh, okay. okay. And okay. the reason is because um, we're big on promoting negotiations, like talk about it, ad nauseum, figure it out, you know? Uh, some people work well under let's just see what happens. Right. But if it's a couple, the chances that both are like that yeah. is pretty slim. It's, you yeah. know? So yeah. Maybe one, but the other one. And then what happens in a situation like that? Are you really ready to be like, hey, I'm going to just watch my girl get fucked? Nah, he wasn't into like, it. Like, like, are, you, are you in that headspace? Like, hey, can you switch into that mode of, of compersion and just facilitate? Yeah. And or, then, you and, know, be a voyeur. And yeah. Just... And then that calls into question... Are you being honest with yourself about the way you wanted this to happen? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you, what if it was just the two women? You know, like you how know. you know what I'm saying. So that's yeah. that's the thing about it. So I I I think that um, I mean I don't I, I've been to enough parties where I'm like nah I'm good I I don't want to be in this space. Not all of them are bad, and I think people should go to different parties. Mm-hmm. You really should. You really should experience what's out there because just because I don't find value in something doesn't mean that you won't. Exactly. And, and a lot a lot of our communities do intersect. You know what I'm saying? So there are people that come to our party, like the parties and stuff. But the, the biggest thing that I, I feel is special about Sushi NYC is that it's it's a community. Like we're start we just started this really cool after the party aftercare. Mm, with Dr. I love Mel. This. Dr. Mel is dope. Um we also suggest this for people who haven't been to play parties and just want to see what it feels like. Um also, you get the random white person who's like, am I welcome there? Like, yeah. You know, if you feel cool, then yeah. But then yeah. it's not like we're not pandering to you. You know, this is this is a space intended for black, brown, indigenous people. But if you're a cool white person, come on through. Yeah, come, you yeah, know, it's just You'll don't. know if you're cool. Yeah, if, exactly. If, you know, you, you, you'll know. The ones that are there, they, they get it. There's they never an it. issue. It's not like, you know, don't ask for a special invite. You won't get it. No. You won't get it. Well, that so that was my question is because I find that in these spaces, in my experience, and in, in the group chats, people are, black women, specifically single women, are a little bit more hesitant because they feel showing up in this space. They're not going to be met with people that they're attracted to or, you know. So what is what is the vetting process like? Do you? How do you guys compose your list? How do you get folks uh, to come? On the IG, there's a vetting form. Okay. Just fill it out. Uh, we'll get back to you. Um, and, and that's it. It's pretty, it's pretty straightforward. Got some cool questions. You know, we want to make sure, you know, they, they seem like easy questions, but you'd be surprised at how many people fuck up the answers. Like, yeah, yes. Fuck this up. What, what's one of the questions on the form? Like, what was the last good book you read? Yeah. You know, what does consent, what does enthusiastic consent mean to you? What's the wrong answer to that? Oh man, like I don't. We've had some weird response, enthusiastic consent, like people saying she's willing, Uh, which is like, uh, what 
is that me? Yes. There is no room for willing in a space that is as sensitive as this. Like, you got to, like, fuck yeah. Or it's a fuck no. Yes. You know, and that's just, that's just. And then you get into the whole conversation about neurodivergent folks and how they communicate, which we're holding space for, too. And that's all a negotiation. You can just say, hey, you know, like, I express things differently, but I do want this, you know? Um, so it's really all about the negotiation, man. Talk about it. Like, what do you like? How do you like being eaten out? Mm-hmm. How do you like, like, you could say you could tell somebody that. It doesn't mean that they're going to do it or they're, they're going to get a chance to. It just means, hey, this is what I like. And a lot of times I've, I liken it to being a, because it's in a beautiful space. The space is fly as fuck, you know? Gecko Jones, our, 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 our business partner, did a great job in spearheading the look of the place. There's like an Afrofuturistic look going on Ooh. right now. We got a dope light, lighting display. We got a cool like gold pyramid in the back of the room that's backlit. It's some flash shit. Yes. We have a DJ. Like it, like we do it up. We like yes. this shit is like you come in there and you're gonna feel the soul. You're gonna feel the warmth. You're gonna feel the acceptance. You're gonna feel everything. And like I said, I've seen people at breakthroughs like regularly. It's not it's not just a so I like, you know, I like people to bring all their reservations because it makes it that much better. That's beautiful. Like bring all your reservations, bring them with you. We're going to break them. Give them to me. Yes. Or give them to my partner, whoever else is helping, and we'll hold them for you. And if you want to take them back, take them. If not, then I'll just get rid of them. It's honestly, it feels just so liberating because a lot of folks do not have that space to just be, to exist sexually, to not have that negative self-talk in your mind being like, no, this is, I always laugh because I'm a, your body could feel so good, but your brain is always like, oh, I don't know. Should we be doing this? And it's like, no, shut the fuck up, brain. Like, let's just actually hone in on the physical experience. Yeah. I mean, it is a mental experience no, also, yeah. too. But a lot of times that happened to me recently, just like in a moment that was so passionate and beautiful. And in my head, I was like, I don't know. Like, mm, am I into this? Do I like it? And yeah. I was like, bitch, he's literally eating your pussy out. The best it's ever been. What are you even thinking? Like, just enjoy the actual present moment. Bring yourself back to your body. So I can imagine how some women have this breakthrough because you're facilitating a space where maybe they've been holding on to a lot of trauma or a lot of fear or a lot of resentment towards people or partners and, you know, are not people like, you know, I masturbate very frequently so good 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 (laughs) yes good but i feel like there's an awareness that comes with that and a lot of people do not investigate in the same way and it can be a little bit frightening to just allow yourself to feel good so it sounds like in your space people are no yeah and and it's a process i I, i've just noticed with frequency that Y'all hit the ground running mm. way more than dudes do. Mm. It's like I feel a little. Psh. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> little, I don't know, yeah. but that's like our. Uh, and you know, little, little little fishes darting around, and it's really it's really beautiful. And I yeah. get to talk to dudes, and dudes just kind of like because we we get in our like, you know, like mm-hmm. oh, oh shit, I'm not, I'm not that important. I'm not as important as I thought, but I am important, but not in the way that I thought I was important. So this is different. Oh shit, modality switch mm. in the moment, mm-hmm. like. Which is what we talk about, like real-time decolonization of sex and gender and decolonization yes. of pleasure. It's important because yes. there's so many layers you got to peel back. There's so many layers. And I feel like, and I say it in the best way possible, y'all, y'all are built for this shit. Yeah. Y'all are built for this. You I know, know, and I see it over and over and over again. Yes. It's just like, and it's just... Constantly me talking to dudes to make sure they're like, you, you okay, bro? How, yeah. how you feeling, man? Like, no, nah, I'm good. Because then it's like, 
men will get stiff. Yes. And, the, you know, the posture we, and the... We, we go through the weird, like, oh, you know, I'm just watching pseudo protector watching where you don't need to be. It's like, that's it's, weird, though. Yeah, I'm yeah. telling y'all, oh, dude, that's weird. weird. Please don't weird. stare like that. It's <laughs> mad weird. No, we, we don't allow gawking. Okay. Oh, no, we're big on that, man. It's like, look, you could, like, you know, now nah, be coy. Yes. You know, get yes. a I think I think you're right when women are built for this, but we like to play a little game, like you said, the fish. You know, I like yeah. I like to be a little bratty and just be a I little totally. like, you know, totally. I don't know if I'm into this yet. <laughs> okay, I gotta think about it. <laughs> and then once I'm fully in, they're like, okay, bitch, yeah, you were yeah. ready, waiting uh, to bust it right open. Yeah, yes, yeah. here you are. Okay, he's, he's left sucking his thumb. Yes. <laughs> Girl, I wasn't, no. What is that? What is that called? There was like a whole TikTok genre, but on porn, like it's like a. What's it called? Like the man who like doesn't like maybe sucks the titties of the woman. Like yeah. it's like milking or mm-hmm. something that's very like mama's boy mm-hmm. type porn fantasy. Uh, I can envision that some men maybe are left like that after dealing with. No, it's, it's you know it's just being left vulnerable. Yeah, you're like oh, and I totally feel you. Like and I'm in my head when I have sex. Mm-hmm. And it's Aren't like I'm all? learning how to like. No, I'm in my head. Like I'm mm. there. I'm just like like in it. You know, Even so still with your part, what well, is this with, with your primary partner? partner? No. Okay, this my is with partner, other people. I would say it's like seventy five percent less in my head. Mm, if, if, if that's I significant. Could, if I could put it like that, okay. You know that metric, whatever metric system I'm using. Well, I definitely want to talk about these multiple partners. That is the next thing. But before oh, yeah, we yeah. get into that, I just want you to plug again, Susia NYC. For new people, what's one piece of advice that you want to give them to show up that they shouldn't be fearful? Like, what can we tell people? For people who are coming by themselves, uh, for sisters, know that you're coming into a safe space. It's, I know it, it, let us prove it to you. You could always reach us at Susia NYC uh, on IG, Susia NYC. For femme presenting humans who want to be around other fan presenting humans and women and women's is <laughs> you can go to Susie FM F E M M E on um on IG. I would definitely say uh don't be afraid to show up. Bring come dress however you feel comfortable, bring a little sexy outfit just in case you're like, you know what, I'm a little overdressed, or just stay however you want. There is there is no like but don't come here in a turtleneck and. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it may be like some some nice form fitting shit. Okay. You know, you, you look like some spy or something like mm, sexy spy. You yes. Know, cool. Okay. Uh, but yeah, don't don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, watch, talk to people, ask questions. Like I said, there is no stupid question. Hit us up on IG. We've had people. Perfect. We've 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 had women send us a list of like ten questions, and we'll respond to every question. Like, okay, cool. What's up? Like. Like, you should know. Absolutely. You should know, especially if you're coming by yourself. And that, sisters, that kind of bravery, every time to me is like, wow, you're fucking brave. The woman who cried, there's like four of them, but one woman who cried, her partner went to another party and she came to this party because she didn't want to go to a party full of white people. But her partner had a friend who was there. She had to go show up and show face. And she's here. And she's like, oh, my God, I've never felt like so seen and so heard and so like understood and just like, just like (laughs) ugly cry, like heaving, purging kind of shit. And it was like, you know, she's sitting there and, you know, I'm just there with her. And and, and, and then she gets it all gets out. And she's like, ah, she gets up, jumps on a fucking massage table and gets some electro play. 
and fire sensation played Wait, in the what? afternoon. Wait, yeah, what? Oh, this yeah. is there? We have um, Clavel Marchito, uh, sh- amongst other people, also the naked trumpeter, um, Queen Bondage Santana. Uh, I forgot the other. I mean, um, I love. I am a very big salsa and bachata dancer. Oh, so I, this no. is speaking to me. So, so these these humans do dope impact play and sensation mm. play, which is basically to put it. You know, you, you like playing with electricity, with fire. You like little smacks, little Good, like little, little yeah. smack, little yeah. choke, little. All these things are facilitated through negotiation. Of course, they let you know they they find out what your boundaries are what you're comfortable with, where you like being touched, where you don't like being touched. And you get a little session with them. Um, so there's a bunch of really cool things you can do without engaging in sex. And just like I said, I said earlier, without the pretense of clothes and shit. And what I mean by that is that you're already there showing you like you're physically your truest self. Mm-hmm. We all know we're there because we're interested in fucking. Exactly. Like we know why we're there. Exactly. It doesn't mean we're going to, but that's out the window. Like, that the first step, like you've already just let go any kind of yeah. body sensitivity. Primarily, once you're in that space, you're like, "We're here. I'm naked. And I'm here." Put the game away. Just talk. Just talk. That's what it is. Because yeah, yeah, you've eliminated all of the outside distractions. Mm-hmm. We're all in this room simply to fuck. Yeah. Well, that's what or not, but it's at least an option that we that can was, negotiate on. That was the. Uh, that was a hook. Mm-hmm. You know, and you'd be pleasantly surprised that it's so much more than that. Um, we have people I've never seen play at a party and they're there every week chilling. What's up? Here. Making friends. Yeah, yeah. No, seriously. seriously. <laughs> I'm like, is this the new how we gonna make business deals? It's like let's let's sign that paperwork. Well, with the kind of people that are there. NYC. With those kind of the kind of people we have in our community, yes. Ooh, we have some that? we have some serious motherfuckers in there. You know? Um So on but on that note, what's the what's the What's the NDA happening? Are people just, is it just a known thing that look, right what now, happens here stays right here? Now, yeah, right now it's a known thing. Um, as it gets busier, and we've been with intent keeping it under a certain number, at about 40, 50 people. Um, we That's have, a lot. We have, uh, it can be. For our, our right now, during the, during the slower months, we average about 25, 30. You know, we have a backlog of people that need to be vetted, but it's this, you know, there's a certain point where there's too many people, there's too many moving parts, there's too many things that could go wrong. Finding the right space, if we need a bigger space, a space that doesn't have doors, separate rooms, so many things that happen. Mm-hmm. And then the legit part of like, this is really some community shit. We're not. We're not we're not charging a bunch to get in. You know what I'm saying? It's not like we're charging you $200. Yeah. You know, um, you know, it's between 80 and 120. Open bar. Can't beat that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, yes. come on. But that, that's the thing about it. And, and, and it's, it's, um, we want the space to pay for itself. You know, we want the people who are there to get paid. You're, listen, you're a business. Yeah, but it's a business without being a business. That's yeah, the thing about it. Right. Because if it was a business, we'd be the other houses mm. in a heartbeat. And so they're more preoccupied with just making the we'd, coin. We'd be the other houses having to source out to people, to Pandit's communities who we didn't pay attention to. Mm. Type yeah, shit. Not you know what I'm saying? that's not the real. It's so yeah. inauthentic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're, we're not trying to be that. And we're just lucky that we found a space that's bigger, that's suitable for it and that. We didn't have to like really rely mm-hmm. 
on a business plan per se for that. Like it just pays for itself. So yeah, that that kind of is like where we're keeping our headspace at, as close as possible to that. You know, keeping in mind that it's a lot of work. Like this shouldn't be easy. There's a lot of emotional work. It's a lot. <laughs> I feel like a social worker sometimes. It's like. <laughs> Like, oh, let's talk. Let's talk. Uh, uh, well, can you actually go in and enjoy yourself without being hyper aware and sensitive? I just started. I literally just started like three parties ago. Wow. After how many years? In this space, four. That's a long time. Yeah. No, we a, we, yeah. I mean, we would at the end of the party. Yes. You know, but it wasn't like. Okay. We can just like, you know, be free and let it go. And, and, and my, my partner, she's like. A type all day. So she don't stop. She's just like fixing shit, moving mm-hmm. stuff, bringing down food, making sure it's okay. But she's yes. just now, we're just now getting to the point where it's like, oh, I could just fucking chill. Like, and that's a big thing. Because if it stops being fun, we probably won't want to do it. I was going to say, you have to reap the fruits of your labor. We do. Seeing people have breakthroughs. Yes. Is, is immense. It's it's like the best. Yes, it is. You it know? really is. Seeing people feel comfortable. Seeing, as for me as a man, seeing just women just, just like not feel like they do in the outside world. You know, I think that is dope. And I know for my partner, it's a big thing too. And for her. Cause she walks out the door, she's getting dick stone at her. <laughs> it's just like, it's like not even like, and that's the thing about it, to be in a space where it's like, oh, I just I could be comfortable here. Yes, you know, I could be with whom I want to be. You know, and that's where our personal agreement is at. Because we went through a bunch of phases. Oh man, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. The first phase was me, like I'm saying, this is what this is what makes me feel comfortable. You know what I'm saying? I want <laughs> and she was like, rules? No. <laughs> and that was a tough one. Mm-hmm. That's because I didn't really know how to express what I wanted to make myself feel safe. You know, and now that I'm there, it's like, oh, okay, cool. Okay. Like, yeah, I don't need to find value in a person. I'm not fucking him. No. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. You know, They're just, here doing, existing and doing what they need and my, I'm over here. My only prerequisite is he blow her back out. Like, if she go waste her time with you, yes, that'll be make me mad. Like, yes. oh, no, just make it worth something. Like, right, please, right. Bro. Like, no. <laughs> make it worth her time. Okay. <laughs> yes. And, you know, that's that's like, that's a really cool place to be at. We just had our, we just agreed on our first, because you asked her on the phone earlier about polyamory. Yes, I'm ready to get into it. Yeah. I'm ready to, because I have my questions. Sure. Polyamory is only one thing and part of a much larger umbrella of ethical non-monogamy. Mm-hmm. And so you are a participant of polyamory. Well, we're, we're stepping into that realm. We came in as, as I guess for lack of better words, swingers. But we always, like I said, we're a swinger couple who's been with another couple. Mm-hmm. Sort of like, that's the literal definition yes. of polyamory, right? right? But we're still swingers. Like, we, yes. don't, you know, we like go to swinger parties. Well, polyamory, you're you're actually invested in like the emotional. And we're, we've and been with this couple for a long so This is the Craigslist couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so y'all, literally y'all in it with them. Okay. No, yeah, yeah. But we always define ourselves as swingers. Yes. You know? Because they're not the only people that you're. Well, because we weren't doing it because we felt it was different as we were, if we did it individually. 
I see. Okay. You know what I'm saying? There, there's, mm-hmm. there's a mad level of safety there. Like it's another couple, like, oh yeah. You know, but if you were going out and she was going, it would be a different Which conversation. Which I just did for the first time. And she has she has a date next week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how how you how you feeling about this? Man, I'm, on my date, really funny shit, right? <laughs> so, so I'm going to meet this beautiful, beautiful woman, really dope sister, you know, just like dope, you know? Um, and her and my partner have interest in each other as well. So that for me, that makes it feel safe because I'm really, I'm concerned about my safety too, my emotional safety, because I don't want to know that I hurt somebody. I don't want to know that I let somebody on because of the kind of person I am. I like to know everything about you. Like I'm trying Mm. to reach inside and take everything out, look at it. Yes. And not everyone is into that or knows how to understand that. You know, some people just want to get fucked. No, exactly. And that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like, look, like coming into this. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, fucking, or especially I, if I, I want to touch your soul kind well, of shit. But, you know? uh, OK, but maybe also not everyone. People may want to have an experience with you, yeah. but they don't want to subscribe to the polyamory aspect of it. They're, you know, and maybe that's where it's a little bit. So what, what happened was before I went on the date, we hung out, the three of us. And they've mm-hmm. known each other from the parties. Okay. Hung out the three of us. And the young lady was dope. She asked the questions. And I was like, oh, shit. You know? She's very respectful of Simona. Simona was like, oh, all right. Okay. You know, like, yeah. They, um, they got along really well. So I'm on my way to this young lady's house. And I call. I'm like, hey, um, I got... You know, it's kind of late. I wanted to bring you flowers. I'm sorry, but like, do you like wine or something or chocolate? And I hear giggling and I'm like, the fuck is so funny. Yeah. I got my little walk. Did she have some insider information? Like like, like, like the whole thing. I got my fedora on, my leather fedora. I'm like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And I hear giggling. I'm like, and she's like, it's me. And I was like, oh, it was, it was your boo. It was your partner. Oh, Oh, she started laughing. I'm like, go. Oh my gosh, damn, oh that's no. crazy. But it's also, it's just like subconscious. When you think about romance, flowers, chocolate, yeah. your girl, she's on yeah. your mind. She's the one. But I also realized that I needed to hear her. Mm-hmm. Like, are you cool with this? Because yes. this was in direct conflict with my prior modality. I see. <laughs> you I know see. What I'm saying? It was a challenge to the way I thought you got pussy. Mm. I'm going to be real frank. It yeah. was a complete challenge. Yeah. I was like, whoa, I can do this shit. Like, honestly? Honestly. Oh, like, I'm uh, not cheating. Yo, and this thing about it, and I, I've had my fuckboy moments before in other relationships, you know, and and um, I wasn't out there in the streets like that, but it happened. It just happened. You know what I'm saying? Once or twice. You know, it's not like it wasn't like a serial thing, but it was a serial thing because it was a pattern. And within that pattern, I realized I was like, there's something else that... I need to address and didn't know how to address it. So fast forward to this date thing, right? We're hanging out and, you know, I'm just getting to know her a little better. We're talking and it was a great night. It was a great night. Um, I thoroughly appreciated the moment. I was able to be like, yo, I'm here with you right now. Like we're right now, this moment is about us. Yes. I didn't want to fall asleep there because I was like, you know, I snore. <laughs> you don't need to know that about me, you know. Yeah. What I'm but it was very much we had, we had an agreement. I'm like, yo, I'm only bringing you the best of me. Yes. Like, and I told my lady, like, only bring the best of you to whoever you're you're hanging out with. Like, 
the other shit could be a little bit of responsibility and that could be a little more. It's you know, a little complicated. Things get a little complicated. You know, things get a little complicated. Like, like, and I'm comfortable with that right now. So she has her date on Monday coming up. And part of me is like worried. Okay, wait, but so when you were with this other person and the sex was going, were you down, when you, were you in your head the way that you said that you I, I, were? I, I was a little bit, um, but I was able to not fuck with my ego. Okay. It started out a little bit. That's a little, real. A little bit of ego fucking. Of course. And then I was like, I was like I'm not too old for this shit. And like, she's seen you fuck other people at the sex parties? Oh, we love that shit. Okay, yeah. So oh, she, so that. she been eyeing you hmm. for a minute, potentially. Yeah. Oh, oh, my partner has seen me. No, sorry. I mean the person that oh, I played you were. With that person oh, you played with him at the party. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this wasn't the first no, interaction. It was like okay. Third, fourth. But this is the first solo. Yes. Got it. Yes. Got it. And you know, we spoke about Simona. Mm-hmm. You know about her respect for her, and yes. like you know, and she also dates a person that you and I have in common. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Got it. Noted. <laughs> we won't. We won't take it. Say, it but, you I, know, I, okay. I admire the young man. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I see you. Yes. <laughs> um, so that <laughs> we spoke I'm going to text him after this. Actually, <laughs> we spoke about the people we had in common, and we spoke about safety from from a literal sense to like an emotional sense, and that like it was it was dope. She was she was very uh, supportive, and the conversation I had with my partner prior. So it was it was a great experience. So now I'm getting. I always call it like the pride, the primitive part of me dying. Mm. It screams sometimes. Mm. Mm. You know, each le- each time I level up a little bit, it goes. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yes. It's like we just want food, sleep, water, yeah. and fucking. That's yes. all. And ownership. And ownership. And ownership. And you're I'm, doing everything yeah. against that. <laughs> so my lady was like, you know, I got this date on Monday, and I was like, oh, oh, oh word. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was mad casually just slipping it in there. Yeah. Even though. A week prior, they're supposed to have a date, and I was like, "Go!" Mm. And then she had a little breakdown, and she's like, "I can't do it." And I was like, "Why the fuck not?" Yes, it's not because of me. Don't put that Don't put on, it me. on me. Don't put like, it like, on you me. You better go and fuck him. Because <laughs> <laughs> I want to get past it. And this is a dude I trust. He's my okay. boy. I talked to him on the phone. Okay, okay. So you like, look, if this is the if it's gonna happen, this is this is the situation where it needs to yeah. go down. And the thing about it, like, I don't know where we'll go from there. Um, will it be a situation like what do we do if we're on vacation and we meet somebody? How does that work? You know, do we allow that? Do what if it's someone that I, I like? I don't really want to know this nigga. Like I said, if I don't, find, I don't need to find value in him. Yes, you exactly. Know? You don't at all. You ain't trying to date him. You know what I'm saying? So that's the thing I gotta get used to. You know, because there's like oh, this dude's a fucking bimbo. Like what the fuck? Oh. <laughs> And then dealing with that part yes. is like, <laughs> yes. is like, so and and for her too, you know. So I'm excited that she's going on this on on this date. I am. Is there a little jelly part of me? Yeah, I'd be lying if I there there isn't. I have to find something to do. Yeah, like, something I, I you can't be, home, be just home checking your phone. I and can't be at work. I can't be at work. I can't be at home. So what? So what? What you gonna do? I'll probably hang out with my boys. Okay, take it. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll probably go, go catch a movie. Hang yeah. out with my homies. You know. Do you think they're gonna asking you though, like, how you feel about this? Well, not nah, because mo- mo- most of my homies are really in the lifestyle. Okay, okay. You know? So they and my homies who aren't they they've known with they've known for years prior that I was intended for this kind of lifestyle. They yes. knew just by the way I operated.
these are some of the questions from the ladies because they want to know. They feel All like right, they up? feel like the E and M is a, is a cop out if we keep it real mm-hmm. for monogamy and for holding yourself accountable in, in some relationships and situations. And so you know, there of course there's so much dialogue on like, are people hardwired to be monog? Are we meant to be monogamous? Men aren't meant to be monogamous, and you know. So I want to ask you, you said that, you know, and actually a friend is dating someone who just, he says he is not the same way that we, myself or some women feel like they are monogamous. He is built to be polyamorous and there is no in between it's night and day. Like this is just literally the person that this is who he is. I think if someone tells you that and you look at it like, well, if they love me, they'll stop being polyamorous. That's, that's a little toxic. It's toxic. It is because they're not asking you to change. That's you know, true. If you love them as they are, as you met them, and this is someone who is evolving like they're supposed to, then why would you want to put that um, put that on them? Yeah, yeah. You know, that restriction on them. That's. But why, a good question I think is why is it all of a sudden now becoming, like there's a, it feels like there is this coming to God of like, I'm E&M. From from men and, and black men specifically because you're able to because you feel <laughs> like because to. the acceptance is is more is growing that people yeah. are like oh I can like come out this like I can yeah. actually just be who I want to be yeah this this should be like the fucking signal the dying call of a fuck boy you know what I'm saying it mm. should at least you know what it is that you like, you know what it is like you look, know what it is this brother right here is polyamorous he told me. He's not lying to me. Yes. You know? Right. Um, it doesn't mean that you can't love each other. It doesn't mean you can't be invested in each other. And it doesn't mean that they may be like, you know what? Maybe I'll, you know. But is it possible for brothers to hide some serious shit behind it, that? Totally. Yes, right? Totally. Right. Because I think the, the way that you're describing your polyamory is is very intentional. There's a lot of care. There's a lot of communication. Yeah. You have a primary part. I, I just, I find that maybe some people are using it as a mask in order to be like, yeah, I want to, I like you a lot. I like you like 80%, uh, but, but I need to get the other 20%. It's really important for me to yeah. get it from this way. But that's, that's, and that's what it, that's their path. That's their path. That's their, like being the source of someone's everything sounds cute, mm-hmm. but the shit ain't cute. It ain't cute. Yeah. No. And so how, when was the moment that you knew, like, have you always just known you weren't built for monogamy? That's the thing about it. Or not that you weren't built for it, but that that's no, not something like you wanted to participate in. being able in. to see someone outside of our relationship. Yes, yes. But even then, it's still in our relationship because they have a relationship. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So that that's where I feel safe in. I need to know that they feel my woman's energy and that they respect the fuck out of her. Because mm. that makes me feel safe, and it makes her feel safe. Yes, and there, I, I think there. Are, that's that's a good point that you made because even my mom at seventy three, she says that you know, she believes that when you when there when you are a certain place in your relationship and your kids move out the house, she's like, yeah, have an open open it up. And I was like, oh, okay, mm. yeah. So I think get that it, you know, get it. <laughs> I mean, she's not, she's <laughs> not, she's not doing it, but. Um, I think that there that shows that there is like always going to be probably a lot of curiosity around it. And if you've if the pure if if the way that society has set it up 
and white people have set it up mm-hmm. is that marriage is a unit to have children and part of the church and it's it's more beneficial for capitalism and taxes, et cetera. Yeah. If you've done all that, you've had the kids, raised the kids, paid for college, taken out the loans, et cetera, then why not be free, set yourself free at some or, point? Or, or even before you even go through all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's the goal. It's like, damn, I don't want to be seventy. Be like, like yeah, now no, I got an extra dick I, here. My, my partner and I are going to have a baby, and within a year, year and a half, uh-huh. we're, mm-hmm. we're having a family. Yeah. And for me, having been married before, having had another child from another long, long term relationship, like I divorced my ex wife when I was thirty six. I've been in two relationships prior. Yes. So one was 12 years. That's a long Another time. one was like seven years. Yeah. Those and are long-term it, relationships. Yeah, and then I had one year of being single and making like, I don't do single well. <laughs> made <laughs> a lot of like, whoa, who the fuck Ooh. is this? Why are you here? Yeah, like, yes. oh, like. When you're of, single, I feel like that's when it really just exposes mm-hmm. you like, oh, damn, you that bitch? Wow. Uh, so, I, you know, for me, I'm like, if, if I was able to understand what it was and to be with someone who supports me and I support them in that matter, it would have been different. Not saying I would still be with them, mm-hmm. but it's just the the ethical part of it is like, oh, <laughs> yeah, it's just incredibly liberating. And if you feel like your partner just wants to fuck other people before you try to look at them, check your, into yourself first, ask yourself, why are you monogamous? And if, if it's religious, cultural, whatever the reason, then ask yourself, do I agree with it fully? Right. Am I actually down for this? Like, do I want new? Do baby? I want it? Do I? Want- do I want new busy? Yeah. And I don't think polyamory is for everybody. Some people have trauma around that shit, and or just trauma in general, and maybe relationships aren't good for them right now. Yeah. And they need to do the work they before need- they can be yes, in a relationship. Exactly. Yes. You know, that's a huge thing. Right. Because even monogamy doesn't guarantee anything. Saying that you're in a monogamous relationship, like that's not guaranteeing that like, oh, this man going to get to know me, going to be my ride or die, my support, and it's going to yield X results. Like, like you, you don't know anyone. In- my relationship with my partner has gotten better. Mm. Because it's more communication. Oh, uh, yeah. More vulnerability. Yeah. Because I could... Check in with her, let her know how the date went, answer whatever questions she has, probably get turned on by a little bit. And then when she has her date, it'll be she has the option of practicing that as well because she's a little more like close than I am. So would you so did you share about your sexual experience and are you expecting her after the date to come and let you know? What oh, went I down? Like, I, want, I want details. You want details? Want details. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I need to but know as much and and in, in, in a like. It's gonna be half like I'm choked this bitch up, and then half like yeah, girl. It's a little bit of both, you know. Y'all, what I'm the first time after when you all have sex again together after that, it's gonna be it's gonna uh, be spicy. No, like the first time I saw her fuck some some other dude, I was like, oh. you know, what I'm saying? I was like, all those things at one time. So she don't let me do. I don't. That. You know what I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. And, and that's another thing too, is to realize that there's so many situations that will influence a sexual experience, different kinds of excitement. Don't expect your partner to do the same thing or something. Expect it to be different. Expect Mm -hmm. a different noise, a different reaction, because it's different. Number one, you're there. There are other people there if you're in a swingers party. You know what I'm saying? Yes. There's all that energy. So yeah, you're not going to get the same nut out of her. Mm. It's going to be different. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because there's like love nut 
right? And then there's the, oh my God, I'm I'm in a room full of people. There's all this sexual energy now. You know? So how are they different? From visually, from what I've seen, for me how it is, it's 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 a different level of vulnerability. Is it more performative a little bit? Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. But I even then try to get out of my I definitely try to get because I'm like, nah. Yeah. I feel like I would be that person. I'm like, ooh, like, I don't, I think that's just who I am. I want to put on a show. No, y'all, yeah. y'all watching me? No, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm, I'm a performer. You, yeah. <laughs> I was in a band for 12 years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm a performer. But that's what I, I perform naturally. Mm-hmm. So I try to get out of my head. I don't yes. be that dude like, bro. Yeah, you know, you ain't, like, yeah, no one's doing American that. American exactly. Psycho look in the mirror. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> No, you know, I'm, I'm torn between this one. Cause on one hand, I do think people should have the freedom to explore, but the question was saying, are some people just kind of lumping themselves onto a quote unquote trend that seems to be getting a lot more momentum and a lot more women are accepting of it. Oh, like monogamy a couple hundred years ago, 500 years ago, I guess. I so it's just, a, it's just a repeat of like, okay, this is what we're doing now. This is the standard for relationships. I, I think, and I think there's every reason in the world to react this way, but there's a lot of fear around it. Mm. You have every reason in the world to be afraid of something that's that new, that's that liberating, that could question the very foundation of how you were raised. And that's how important sex is. Mm. Yeah. Remember being raised like, sex not that important. It's, it's like, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Now as a grown ass like, adult, I'm like, why didn't I hear my parents fucking more? Why didn't I accidentally see, like, why, where, what were y'all doing? It's like, yo, love and sex. I mean, love's more important ultimately, but sex be, sex be popping in oh, there. sex is Sex is like, I'm right, I'm, right, I'm right behind you. You know, I'm right there. Sex is important. You know what I'm so it's, 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 we don't talk about it enough. So we're left wondering about a lot and making up our own assumptions. And then talking to other people who don't know shit about sex. Uh, and then who they got their ideas from people who don't know shit about sex mm-hmm. or malinformed about it or 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 their their sources are purely religious, purely fucking fucked up cultural ways of thinking where where woman's uh, pleasure. I'm sorry. What's that? Mm. <laughs> you know yes. Who, what? yes. Right. What? what? What are you talking about? <laughs> you know what, what yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know what the fuck. Why? Why are we talking about that? Yes. You know, because, then you know. It challenges all of that, like in a really direct way. So do I think it's a trend? I mean, it doesn't matter to me. Yeah. Like this is my lifestyle. Exactly. This, this is my life. This is your you know, life. This is my life. Well, and how does it not become your entire identity? Because I find people are not. People, people make monogamy saying, their entire identity. But, but no one's really <laughs> broadcasting it. Do you think? Or I mean, okay. Well, in, let's say in media, on the media, we're that's seeing all that's, shown. that's all that's shown. I guess you know, if you see a Target ad, you're seeing a monogamous couple. Yeah. You know, on movies, you're seeing monogamous couples. Yes. Okay. So maybe because it's embedded in our, it's, like it's embedded. Yes. You don't need to no one's it. no one's talking about it. Okay. Uh, However, one of the questions was seemingly that people who are E and M. It's like their entire identity all of a sudden. They're like EM uh, game nights, EM this, this, and this, and this, and this. And is it just to carve out the space for folks because it doesn't exist? Or is it like a badge? That you know to what me I mean? It's like white people talking about black people being too out there with their groups and their little hangs and their little you, black right. book clubs. You, you know what? You're real right. Exactly You're real right. You know, right. He's like, why do these black people you know, need their like, own club? Why do they own shit? You know, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's, yeah, it's the same shit. Okay. And again, it's because people are afraid. Mm. 
Yeah, because you true. have you may have a a woman who's got a man who isn't you know on up and up, and they know, and all of a sudden it's like you got to address this, and then he doesn't want to talk about it. And she's like, "But what?" And then she's just like you know struggling with kids, right? With with her kid or kids uh, work and all this just. Just shit that we put you through. <laughs> you mm-hmm, know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then having to deal with this on top of that. Like, fuck that. Fuck that. Like, like how am I going to manage? First. Act right first before we can even discuss it, this. I think that's the, I think that that's really what it's about. Like, yeah. can we just really fucking just, just establish our shit first? Yeah. I think. And the trust. Like, develop the trust. I did not get into this, into this lifestyle single. I was with my partner for a year and a half, two years. So I'm impressed and I admire people who get into it on their own, Mm. especially women. Yes. Especially black women. Yes. (laughs) Well, and I think that that, I think why there's a lot of hesitation, particularly with black women and women in my age range is because it seems like there's a, there are a lot of single women who are actively looking for partner long-term partnership people who want to have babies or children so it's like if you're not into that maybe i can see how some people are more on defense like why is all these niggas in him all of a sudden like it's not there we've been told that it's not conducive to a happy household to a traditional household and religion is a big part of that shit look at our sources yeah yeah so to that point like if if you're a black woman and you're not into this like are you then anti-black, anti, you know, decolonization? I think you're just you're just at that point in your life, and that's it. And I also look at the visceral which people say that with. Yeah. If they're like angry about it, like you got some shit needed to work yeah. out, and that's okay. Uh, like when I tell you the questions, people are, I was like, oh, people yeah. are going, they come, they no. kind of mad. And no, it's yeah, yeah. and and you know, look at what they're informed that what that emotion is informed by, and it's legit shit. Like, yeah. Like trauma. Like, yeah. Like cheating. Probably cheating trauma and no most, lack of trust. Most dudes, I know dudes, because I'm a dude, right? <laughs> most dudes who are on some bullshit. You see it. Yeah. It's not like they're coming in. They're you not see, hiding it. Come you on. see it. You're turning a blind eye. What's see, happening? Yes. You see it going into it. And um, there's a lot of power that is being taken from women by making y'all feel like you need to be a certain way. You know what I'm saying? The power of choice in a lot of ways. Literally your power of choice. You know what I'm saying? Down to your, like your, like your, <laughs> your body is if it's not fucking being told how to use it by fucking politicians, you're being told how to use it by religion. You're being told how to use it by your partners. You're being told how to use it by everybody except for you. This is the shit that's informing your perspective on relationships. That right there. Yeah. And I think, yeah, it's a lot of just emotional healing that has to be done mm-hmm. to get us there. Dope. Definitely check us out at Susie NYC Listen. on IG at Susie FM. And we also have a queer party called Susie Slay. So this party is geared towards our TGNC brothers and sisters, our queer brothers and sisters, and, 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 and non-binaries. It started because there was this one really dope human, really dope brother at a party that identifies he and I was watching the whole party. They're kind of walking around. Like, and you, you know when someone's building up courage? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And really, really cool motherfucker, too. I'm like, <laughs> I think it's a player. Looking at what, what's he nervous about? Um, he's in the middle of the room. And he took off his tank top. And I didn't know. 
I saw the post-op scars. And I saw him straighten his back up. He's like, I'm here. And it's, I was like, you know what? That level of bravery. That's dope. Is That level of bravery is so beyond what I know. He, and he even told me, he's like, you know, I'd want to be in a space where I'm not looked at as anything other than a man. And that also has everything to do with the people in there and how they view you. And cis men are the worst at that. <laughs> like, yeah. We're like, yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> you know, we're yeah, the worst at that. Like, you know, just, like, just, just, that's just. Like, there's the understanding to respect. Yes. There, you're, it's, it's, you're missing a link there. Yeah, there's no, you don't need to understand to respect. Just respect no, just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't need to understand to believe, you know. You know, you believe in God, right? Do you understand him, motherfucker? No. No. <laughs> but you believe him, <laughs> believe in him or her. Yes. And um, so that space was like, we talked about it and talked to some community members. And we're like, all right, cool. Let's let's do this. So we have uh, the, the hostess of our party, the door person for our party, Ali St. Serville. She's hosting it along with some other really dope queer humans. And uh, it's dope. We've been having a contingency of sideshow performers come to our parties, by the way. They're so awesome. Oh, wow. The, I, I mean, no, I mean, like, black and brown sideshow performers. Like, I, I don't know, this place took a took a, uh, Listen. a really cool left because on Mondays, one Monday a month, we do this thing called, well, not us, another group, um, Ali St. Serville and Anna Monoxide. They do uh, a sideshow side, side variety show. One Monday month. I love it. And it's like, you know, sword swallowing, better nails, fucking like oh my hammerhead, gosh. like nails in the skull type shit. And at least 60%, sometimes 70% of the performers are black and brown. So it's a whole different thing. And they've been showing the parties like it's really fucking cool. Yes. See his little, little sexy clown show up. I know some, some people clown. <laughs> That might be triggering for it some people. It may be triggering for some people, but they're part of the community now, so I don't, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you like, they're part of the community. They're sweet as fuck. They're amazing. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But that's just, that's their protective that's barrier. That's their protective barrier. You Listen, they feel safe in that clown suit. Yes, yes. yes. Well, not clown suit. Well, clown, below me. <laughs> <laughs> not a clown suit. Let me not be disrespecting their talent. I'm sure that's amazing. I can't wait to see it in person. When I was yeah. in Thailand, I went to a variety show, and it was like a women's uh, sex show where they were shooting ping pongs out of their vagina and and pulling frogs out and razors and shooting mm. balloons with darts from their vagina and I was like you know frogs you say <laughs> frog there was a frog and I went with my partner at the time and it was just so interesting because he was like I'm not really before we went he's like I just some, I'm not really feeling it it feels like these women are being exploited and all, for all good reasons he was very hesitant. But I was like, baby, we in Thailand, we're going to go see this show and yeah. see when we, we're going to yeah. understand yeah, no, what no, the no, culture no. I, I, is. I haven't, I haven't seen that yet. <laughs> <laughs> and we went and he was very much, uh, very much a participant yeah, in I, witnessing I, I, it. I, I think the, the level of practice and dedication it takes to do all the things that they do, mm -hmm. like contortionist, like all these. Really yes. Cool. Yes, yeah, like, for like, our pleasure. How beautiful. Uh, I mean, I'm sure they get pleasure uh, out of it as well, yeah. but that's a gift that we're receiving from them. And the cool thing about it is at our parties, they're just show up, just chilling, talking to people. You mm. know, not sometimes we'll sometimes we'll have them perform. Not, yeah. often, not often, but it's yeah. just more like just a, something different. Like, and Gecko's been instrumental in this. He's like, you know, I want 
or push a little bit. Like the whole thing. Like a sense of something out of the ordinary makes things sexier sometimes within a oh, safe space. Yes. Like this is Listen, different. it's different. And then you you realize you're turned on. I always like to describe when you kind of go through a rabbit hole on porn where you're like, yeah. oh, how did I end up in this category? Yeah, yeah. But I'm really turned on yeah, right yeah. now. Like, what? Yes. Damn. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, y'all heard all the things. We got Susia NYC, Susia Femme, Susia Play. Susia Play. Play. Uh, and Susia Play. And Susie, okay, you say it, you say it one more time. All right, Susie NYC is the umbrella. Yes. Susie Play is the party that got started. Yes. Uh, Susie FM is the one dedicated to uh, femme humans, all right, and women and femme presenting humans. Susie Slay is for our TGNC family, and all the parties are queer family. Yes. Well, I am so thankful that you came on and shared with us. It's beautiful what you have built, what you're continuing to build. And thank you for being so open and vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. I love to see it. And I mean, we could have this conversation for literally five more hours, Mm -hmm. um, but I'm just so appreciative. And thanks for shedding some light on the E&M conversation, which I think is, you know, one that we have to keep pushing people and challenging them to think a little differently. Um, But thank you so much for coming on. One last thing. Yes. Even talking about it and being open with your partner, it doesn't mean you have to do it. It just means like, hey, you know what? All right, we talked about it. Like that in itself is a big step. It's a big step. And maybe it's not for us forever or maybe it's not for us right now. But let's keep, let's bring up the conversation at a different time. Let's revisit. (laughs) Well, thanks everyone for tuning in to this episode of the Pro Hope Podcast. We'll see you next week. And I will definitely put all the information into the show notes so you can follow Luis and support him. Peace. Peace.